Welcome to The Real It's Uncensored, where we're bringing you real fucking issues with real fucking opinions. I'm Checkers, and over there, as always, is MJ. What's going on, everybody listening on your favorite podcast directories and you watching on YouTube and Rumble? YouTube and Rumble. YouTube and Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today is Wednesday, and um, I don't know. I guess some of you are halfway through the week. Some of you might not be halfway through the week. Depends on your schedule, really. But um, today is a realist unwrap. You should know that because it's Wednesday. You should just wake up, be like, yeah, realist unwrap day. <laughs> 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 Anyways, we're going to get into the formats of the show before we get into what we're going to be unwrapping. Do you want to do, do you want to do the formats? We have a few formats of the show. They are. They are. <laughs> the Realist Weekly Wrap-Up, where we grab a, a certain subject and dive into it. And we have the Realist Weekly Wrap-Up. You, nope. ju- you, you did that twice. Did that twice. Okay, <laughs> this is why he doesn't do the fa- format. We got the Realist Weekly Wrap-Up, like he said, twice. Then we got the Realist Unwrap, where we dive into certain subjects. Then we have MJ's Vaulted Message Mondays, which... See, I know that one. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then we have the holiday specials and important dates to the country. Yes. Okay, we'll try it again next show. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now time to get into the show, unless you got anything else you want to add or fuck up. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to be unwrapping the American healthcare system. The joke of the American healthcare system. Well, I found uh, a thing, you know, and what we mean is like when we're unwrapping is it's going to be like, what, what are the issues, the problems or whatever? So, you know, um, found this this thing from floatcare.net, six of the biggest healthcare issues in the United States today. And this is talking about today because not today, today, but the year like this was um, written in January of 2023. Nice. Yeah, just shaking your head today. Yeah. Um, the first one issue with the healthcare system, MJ, is the lack of insurance coverage. According to a report published by um, a research department, over 297 million people had some health insurance in 2020, increasing um, compared to the 257 million insured Americans recorded from 2010. Hmm. All right. In 2019, almost 50% of those U.S. uh, insured population have private insurance through their employers, with about 34.2% having public insurance, such as Medicaid or Medicare. And that number's... Yeah. Right. Which which we'll never see. Uh, no. However, there were there were still over nine point four percent of people uninsured uninsured in America as of twenty twenty. These numbers account for over thirty million citizens. Um, HealthyPeople.gov, a part of the um, Office of Disease Prevention and Health Promotion reports that most uninsured citizens do not seek medical care due to the high costs. Well, I'm an insured American, and I don't seek <laughs> going to the doctor because of my <laughs> costs. Um, uninsured Americans also often ignore 
preventative care routines and regular health checkups. For instance, as an uninsured, Americans are less likely to receive early cancer screenings. They are more prone to having advanced stage cancer. Government authorities should put more effort into ensuring that all Americans have some form of health insurance to seek proper and immediate medical care. Wrong. No, nope. it says the government, right? Let me. I heard you right, right? Yeah, and I and yeah, the I, government yeah. needs to fucking stay out of it. Yeah, the government needs to stay out of a lot of shit. Yeah, and they do. Yeah. Um, How about you go out and get a fucking a real job? That way, there you have some insurance coverage. Well, I mean, if you're under, you you can't get state assistance. Why don't you get still get a job and then you can get some real insurance? Okay, but no, yeah, now I understand what they're saying in this is like you know. Um, the lack of insurance coverage, people aren't want, people just don't want to go, go to their yearly physical or, you know, right. um, they're having a minor problem, but they'll, they're like, oh, we'll get over this, you know? Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, <clears throat> like when you got, when I got to go to the doctor, I'm insured. And when I got to go to the doctor for like a cold or something, I'm like, fuck. Right. Try to, try, try to ride it out. Hopefully it gets better. And then you end up with a sinus infection. <laughs> <laughs> like shit. <laughs> um, Number one of the other issues is preventable, preventable medical errors. Medical errors re- remain a significant threat to patient safety. In a recent study analyzing medical death rates for eight years, John Hopkins found that medical mistakes cause more than 250,000 deaths annually in the United States. COVID 19. Um, that, that's me saying that. That's not the article. Uh, <laughs> these numbers account for about 10% of U- all U.S. deaths, making it the leading cause of death. You can only improve patient safety by recognizing frequent medical errors that occur in your facility, learning from them, and working at preventing future occurrences. Yeah, that makes sense. Whether you, I've heard of those stories that they, they've left gauze pads and all kinds of shit like from, from surgeries inside the patient. Yeah, but it, yeah, which is rare, which is yeah. very rare, but um, number three, high cost of healthcare. Yeah, the innovation we see in the healthcare system is not without its financial implications. For instance, the cost of managing technologies like electronic medical records and electronic health record systems is high. This is due to the cost of operations and personnel needed to manage and operate and manage the technology. Another major cost to, uh, of high cost in the industry is prescription drugs and diagnostic tests. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. According to estimates made by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, the total spending on drug prescription in 2015 topped $457 billion, accounting for 16.7 of the total expenses of personal health care. Also, the fear of being sued for wrong diagnosis makes doctors prescribe more diagnostic tests, increasing the patient's total cost of receiving health care. All right, I can see that. but I, I can see that, but sometimes they're having you do tests that have nothing to do with what you go in for. Right, and Big Pharma has, you know... They're, uh, they've been in the news. They've been investigated, and it's it's a little fucked up that they charge as much as they charge for those fucking those drugs. When you have generic knockoffs that do the right thing, that do the same thing, and 
you know, they're, they're a quarter of the price. Yeah. So, but I mean, big farmers get a hold on everything. So yeah, they do the government that, you know, they're, they're <laughs> well, they're, they're behind like, um, like it's, you know, creating the problem just so they can solve it. Right. Or that new problem causes, um, uh, situations where they already have drugs for it. So they're making money either way. Yeah. 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 I mean, that, that's the thing with, uh, with big pharma. It's like they have all the bases covered already with that, with everything. Because like you said, I, they create, they have a hand in creating whatever it is that, that new, some new thing that comes out just out of the fucking blue, just poof. Oh, here it is. It came from a fucking monkey yeah. in the jungle. Yeah. Okay. Number four is medical fraud. Many providers, including physicians, nursing homes, and medical device companies and dentists engage in many forms of healthcare related fraud. The most common scam is billing Medicare or Medicaid or private insurance companies for never rendered medical services. Sometimes they even make up ghost patients by billing patients who are dead as of the time they supposedly receive treatment. By estimates, all forms of healthcare frauds cost $100 billion per year. Jeez. Consumers are always at the center of the war between providers and insurance companies. On the one hand, the providers uh, are upcoding medical procedures to get more reimbursement from insurance pa- uh, panels. On the other hand, insurance panels are charging more premiums to employers, leaving consumers in the middle with little or no control over their health outcomes or pricing. Yeah. We're kind of at the, at the mercy of, of all of it. So, I mean, it kind of sucks. I understand, you know, and I, I wouldn't discount the fact that people do fraud the system that way, but people fraud the system that way. They fraud the system in many, many different ways. And so I mean, there there should be a way to kind of kind of police that or investigate that. I mean, with as slow as they are with their fucking approving shit, as far as like diagnostic stuff, the 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 amount of time that it takes, like that there should there should be no fraud with it. It takes forever to get approvals for shit. So, I don't know. Yeah. So I mean that that's the thing. Like you were saying, it's t- taking so long to get the approval for these things that they should know. Like they're they're saying that sometimes, um, you know, the the pro- providers of the treatments are um, billing ghost patients. Yeah. Well, if if the if the company wasn't dealing with that, and I know these companies are huge dealing, you know, these insurance companies, but yeah, yeah. I mean, there's death records and all kinds of shit like that on. Uh, hey, you feel you. I, I feel like I mean. Something, something should pop up if that if that person was a patient at this doctor's office and that patient died. That when that patient died, it should, that uh, the insurance would yeah, get yeah. the death certificate yeah, and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, all the notice for that. Right. Number five is cybersecurity. As the adoption of technology solutions in healthcare is increasing, so is the frequency of data breaches. uh, ransomware attacks and threats to security of patients' information. Many healthcare providers do not take the issue of cybersecurity seriously. As a result, they are are slow in responding to cybersecurity threats when the the breach occurs. You compromise the security of your patients' information. You also face the risk of 
penalties for violating um, complaint complaint uh, violating complaint oh Jesus. <laughs> compliance standards protecting uh, patients' privacy investigating and building strong firewalls and enabling uh, multi-factor authentication will go a long way in reducing successful hacker attempts on the servers. Yeah, well, there's, they should have to be taken. They should be made to take it seriously. There should be, you know, standards that you need to have at least this level of security because you have everybody's sensitive information in there. It's just like a credit card company. It's just like the IRS. It's just like all, all of it. They need to have that high level of security because your social security numbers are on there, your address, your date of birth, everything that you need to steal someone's identity. Mm-hmm. It's right there. And if that's a known thing, then guess what? You need to have that higher security. Correct. And then we have number six. Nursing and physician shortages. The imbalance in supply and demand of nurses and physicians is another problem facing the healthcare industry today. I've heard that there's shortages. Well, there is. Like they'll make you. They're making people that are extremely sick, or they're they got a wound wrapped. Like they're just sitting out there, you know, in the emergency room. Oh, and room. all yeah. the ER has been yeah, fucked yeah, up yeah. for years. Yeah, but not as bad as it is now. According to data data published by the Association of American Medical Colleges, there will be a shortage between 54,100 and 139,000 primary and specialty care physicians by 2033. As we recover from the COVID-19 pandemic, the demand of physicians increases, increases accompanied by the shortage of supply. With physician burnout forcing providers into early retirement, this challenge will only worsen as the population increases. Yeah, because it's not... Wait! The population increases? Well, right. That Well, yeah, they must not be part of the... Because uh, they, they didn't get the memo, did they? Yeah, because uh, they're, they're worried about depopulation, depopulizing the planet, you know, with sterilizing the kids. And then our, our generation just isn't having kids. Right, right. Hiring more doctors might seem to be the only uh, solution. However, the best answer depends on even distribution of practitioners among states, improving the insurance sector, ensuring proper shift coverage in health facilities, and providing a healthy work environment to give physicians, nurses, a good work experience are the first steps to solving these issues. Well, one of the first steps to solving these issues is not having kids go to fucking college so they can get a degree at looking at the wall. You know, like right. if you're going to college, you should be going to college to become a doctor, a lawyer, you know, a dentist, like an architect, like, yeah, yeah. Engineer, like something like that. And now these kids are so fucking brainwashed by the colleges that, you know, even if they are going in for this, they're, they're just so, like I said, they're so brainwashed by the leftists. So, Right, right. Um, and then the other problem is the whole, oh, I got a, I got student loan debt. I can't do anything with my life. Yeah, that's true. No? So that that's probably going to add to the shortages in these numbers that uh, we just talked about. Right, yeah. And you know what? The, uh, one big thing, I mean, it's a small thing, but to me it's a big thing, is even still now when you go into medical offices, 
you still have to wear face mask. And there's a lot of people it was shown, you know, throughout throughout COVID, there's a lot of people that are against having to wear a mask. Yeah. And you you shouldn't have to wear a mask. It doesn't make any sense because you don't wear a mask when you're out, when you go to McDonald's, when you go to Wendy's, when you go to Burger King, when you go play bingo, when <laughs> whatever the fuck you're doing. So why do you need to wear it in a closed setting like the the, the office? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and you know, um, some some quick facts too is just like uh, U.S. per capita <clears throat> healthcare uh, spending nearly quadrupled from 1980 to 2018. So the really? cost just keeps going up. Yep. U.S. healthcare spending is almost twice as high as the OECD average. Most healthcare spending is on hospitals and professional services. of Americans accounted for half of all healthcare spending in 2017. Healthcare spending per privately insured person is three times higher in some parts of the country than in others. Well, yeah, it's going to be like that anyways. It's not, you know. Yeah, you're not getting a deal because you're paying the insurance yourself. Right. In many cities, healthcare prices vary widely for the same service. The United States pays more for healthcare services than any other advanced economies. Market concentration is high for specialty physicians, insurers, and especially hospitals. Um, healthcare administrative uh, administrative costs are the highest of all advanced economies and physician labor supply is tightly restricted and surprise billing is associated with high healthcare costs. Cause they, you know, I, you, we probably all experiences, you know, you, you get these surprise, um, fucking, um, charges when you get your bill for something like you had to see a physician like a specialty physician or go to the hospital or something. Right, right, right. So yeah, I think in, and then, you know, people will say, um, I shouldn't have to pay for health insurance because the government should be paying for it. And then you, so you have, you have to take your closest look, which is Canada at that government funded healthcare. And it is a nightmare. I have, I knew, I knew somebody that needed a, a rotator cuff surgery. So he, he got the approval, went through all the steps with his doctor went through therapy trying to fix it that way and and then um finally they said yeah you need the surgery he was like all right they scheduled it three months before you could even get seen and i was like three months and you have a torn rotator cuff he's like yes he goes it hurts he goes i can't even lift it higher than this yeah he wasn't even parallel with the with the with the ground yeah and you know he was he was a pretty active guy but i mean you know, you're waiting three months just to just to go see that doctor. Then you have to get it scheduled. Then you have to get it. You have to get the surgery. And because it's all government funded, everything's looked at. And it, yeah, and it takes longer and longer yeah. just for a simple simple thing. Right. So there there's a couple issues. I know there's many more with our healthcare system. I mean, the biggest one being is as expensive as it fucking is. But um, you know, we just wanted to highlight a few of the problems. Um, if you got anything else to add? No, sir. Okay. 
Uh, if this is your first time watching on YouTube or Rumble or listening on your, your favorite podcast directory or platform, um, you can hit that subscribe or follow button if you like the show. Or you can go check out some of the other shows and maybe you'll be like, wow, this actually is fucking a good show. Just wasn't that first episode I heard. Um, you can also give us a follow at Instagram and Twitter at checkers underscore and underscore MJ. You can also give us a follow at truth at the underscore realist underscore uncensored. And we are on YouTube and rumble for the ones listening at the realist uncensored. That is one word. You can also e- send us an email at the realist uncensored at gmail.com. Whatever you choose to email us. Um, Just email us more than hey. Okay. <laughs> and with that, with that, uh, episodes will be dropping weekly. That is, that means every week on Wednesday and Friday and be on the lookout for those message Mondays. If you're following the show or subscribed, you don't have to be on the lookout for them because they're just going to automatically download. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. You guys have a good week. Have a good weekend. And we'll see you on the Realist Weekly Wrap Up on Friday since that's MJ's favorite show. Ha, 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 ha.